Chapter Thirteen of the Bobbsey Twins at School. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jared Richardson. The Bobbsey Twins at School by Laura Lee Hope. Chapter Thirteen. Quickly after the first guests had arrived, came the others: Nellie Parks, Grace Levine, friends of Nan and will porter and his sister sadie came first and freddie and flossie let them in the porter children being some of their best like playmates all the children wore their best clothes and for a time they were a bit stiff and unnatural standing shyly about in corners against the walls or sitting on chairs the boys seemed to all crowd together in one part of the room and the girls in another flossie and freddie nan and bert were so busy answering the door that they did not notice this at first but aunt sarah their mother's sister who had come over to help mrs bobbsey looking into the parlor and library saw what the trouble was my she cried with a good-natured laugh as she noticed how stiff the children were this will never do you're not that way at school i don't believe come be lively mix up play games pretend this is recess at school and make as much noise as you can for a moment the boys and girls did not know what to think of this invitation but just then snap the circus dog came into the room and with a bark of welcome turned a somersault and then marched around on his hind legs carrying a broomstick like a gun pretending he was a soldier bert had given it to him then how the children laughed and clapped their hands and snap barked so loudly for he liked applause that there was noise enough for even jolly aunt sarah after that there was no trouble the boys and girls talked together and soon they were playing games and having the best kind of fun for some of the games simple prizes had been offered and it was quite exciting toward the end to see who would win flossie and freddie thought they'd never had such a good time in all of their lives nan and bert were enjoying themselves too with their friends who were slightly older than those who had been asked for the younger bobbsey twins going to jerusalem was one game that created lots of enjoyment a number of chairs were placed in the center of the room and the boys and girls marched around them while mrs bobbsey played the piano but there was one less chair than there were players so when the music would suddenly stop which was a signal for each one who could to sit down someone was sure to be left then this one had to stay out of the game then a chair would be taken away so as always to have one less than the number of players and the game went on it was great fun scrambling to see who would get a seat and not be left without one and finally there was but one chair left while grace levine and john blake marched about mrs bobbsey kept playing quite some time as the two went around and around that one chair everyone was laughing wondering who would get a seat and so win the game when all at once mrs bobbsey stopped the music she had her back turned so it would be perfectly fair grace and john made a rush for the one chair but grace got to it first and so she won well i'm glad you did anyhow said john politely other games were peanut races and potato scrambles in the first each player had a certain number of peanuts and they had to start at one end of the room and lay the nuts at equal distances apart across to the other side coming back each time to their pile of peanuts to get one sometimes a boy would slip he was in such a hurry or a girl would drop her peanuts and this made fun and confusion nan won this race easily in the potato scramble several rows of potatoes were made across the room each player was given a large spoon and whoever first took up all of his or her potatoes in the spoons one at a time and piled them up at the far end of the room won the game 
and this charlie mason was successful and won the prize a pretty little pin for his tie the afternoon wore on and almost before the children realized it the hour for supper had arrived they were not sorry either for they all had good appetites come into the dining-room children invited mrs bobbsey and oh such gasps of pleased surprise as were heard when the children saw what had been prepared for them for mr and mrs bobbsey while not going to any great expense and not making the children's party too fanciful had made it beautiful and simple the long table was set with dishes and pretty glasses there were flowers in the center and at each end and also blooms and vases about the room then from the center chandelier to the four corners of the table were strings of green smilax in which had been entwined carnations of various colors the lights were softly glowing on the pretty scene and there were pretty shaded candles tied to the effect but what caught the eyes of all the children more than anything else were two large cakes one at either end of the table on each cake burned five candles and on one cake was the name flossie while on the other was marked freddie the names were in pink icing on top of the white frosting that covered the birthday cakes oh 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 could be heard all about the room isn't that too sweet for anything i guess they are sweet piped up freddie in his shrill little voice cause dinah put lots of sugar in em didn't you dinah and he looked at dinah who had thrust her laughing black good-natured face into the dining-room door that's what i did honey that's what i did she exclaimed if anybody's got a toothache he'd better not eat any ob dem cakes cause they sure am sweet how the children laughed at that already now children sit down said mrs bobbsey your names are at your plates there was a little confusion getting them all seated as those on one side of the table found that their name cards were on the other side but flossie and freddie and nan and bert helped the guests find their proper places and soon everyone was in his or her chair can't snap sit with us too asked freddie looking about for his pet who had done all his tricks well that evening no dear said mrs bobbsey snap is a good dog but we don't want him in the dining-room when we're eating it gives him bad habits then can't i send him out some cakes asked flossie for snap had almost as large a sweet tooth as the children themselves yes as it's your birthday i suppose you can give him some of your good things said mamma bobbsey here dinah called freddie to the cook as he piled a plateful of cakes please give these to snap land sakes goodness me alive cried dinah dat sure am queer feedin a dog just like a human at a party i can't bring myself to it nohow i'll take em out to him said her husband then the feast began and such a feast it was mrs bobbsey knowing how easily the delicate stomachs of children can be upset had wisely selected food and sweets and she saw to it that no one ate too much though she was gently suggestive about it instead of ordering don't eat too much advised freddie to some of the friends who sat near him we've got a lot of ice cream coming save room for that that's so i almost forgot spoke jimmy black a little later mrs bobbsey said to dinah i think you may bring in the cream now and i will help you serve it yes ma'am oh goody cried freddie ice cream's coming and he waved his spoon above his head freddie freddie said his mother in gentle reproof dinah went out on the back stoop looked around and came running back to the dining-room where mrs bobbsey was dinah's eyes were big with wonder and surprise mrs bobbsey mrs bobbsey she cried suffin's gone done and happened what is it asked mamma bobbsey quickly is anyone hurt no'm 
but dat ice cream freezer he just gone and walked right off de back stoop and it ain't there at all nohow de ice cream is all gone the children looked at each other with pained surprise showing on their faces the ice cream was gone end of chapter thirteen recording by jared richardson